This episode of The Outside World is brought to you by Desk Human Resources. Soywood Voice Studios presents The Outside World Part 5 The Bridge For a moment, Harlan wondered where that ringing sound was coming from. Then he realized it was coming from his pocket. A personal remote communication device for use in the real world that the plan had given him when he joined. He had never used it before, because he had never been on a mission in the real world before, and he wasn't on an official mission now. The only person who could be calling him was Frank, and he must know that Harlan had gone against his orders. Nervously, Harlan answered. Yes, Frank? Agent. You were told to remain in your home location, yet you have been spotted in the real world. Explain. I'm sorry, Frank. I, uh, I improvised. I just had to go after her to find out uh, what she meant by look under the bridge. And? What did you learn, Agent? Nothing about that yet. But I did meet someone claiming to live in the real world? Don't be fooled, Agent. And stay on target. We have determined what Agent Bailey meant, and we suspect she is headed there now. But she was captured. Yes, Agent. She was captured and taken to their headquarters. We have learned that she was released by one of our sympathizers inside the desk. The bridge she was referring to is a bar in the plateau called Le Pont. <laughs> Why am I always so literal indeed? Agent? Uh, never mind. Something I read once. Why do you think she's headed there? It is the RW location of her employer. Madam Connie? Indeed. You must go there, too, and find the information she was trying to point us to. I am sending the address and directions to your device. Do not forget that you are in the real world without authorization, so try not to draw attention to yourself. Report to me as soon as you have the information. And this time, Agent, no improvisation. End transmission. Harlan felt relieved and at the same time nervous and, above all, excited. He was off the hook with Frank. Madeline was free and he was in the real world on a mission. Plus, he would get to go to a bar he had always heard about and always meant to visit when he had enough credits for an official outside world nightlife excursion. Turns out it was only 15 minutes away on foot. The pump was definitely a popular spot. Everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves as Harlan entered, except for one concerned-looking android at the end of the bar. At least he thought that's what androids look like when they're concerned. The android finished his drink, got up and left, leaving a seat at the bar for Harlan. Bonjour, hi. Hi. What can I get ya? Uh, whiskey, a Canadian club, on the rocks. I can run you a tab and bill it to your outside world pass. Harlan reached into his pockets and realized the old school currency from his trip to Madame Connie's in the box hadn't disappeared along with the rest of the fantasy. Uh, can I pay cash? Here you go. And sure... We do try to provide a retro experience. Uh, I'm also looking for a friend. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, Madeline! Uh, do you know her? Is she here? Really? Uh, yeah, I know her. And just as I told the last guy, haven't seen her in weeks. The last guy? Yeah, that droid. Claims to be her boyfriend, said she never came home. Kept telling me that he wasn't the jealous type, just concerned... So what are you, an ex, her brother? I'm a, I, I'm, I'm her, uh, colleague. <laughs> Try again, buddy. You're not one of Madame Connie's girls. I'm guessing you're a client. 
If that's the case, try the box. No outside world happy endings. Or you could try to hook up with somebody here. I could play Cupid, but do remember that when you tip. Another whiskey? Maybe later. Build the last one to the house. <laughs> Maybe you will get your happy ending after all. Not a chance. Anyone else asks for me? Same story as before. Care to join me in the back? Harlan, is it? Of course. This episode of The Outside World is brought to you by Das Human Resources. Do you love our society and want to protect it? Do you like telling people what to do? Do you want a job that lets you use disintegration weapons and has dental coverage for you and your family? Then start your career as a desk agent today. Meet interesting people and sometimes make them disappear. Work outside keeping others indoors. Wear cool agent stuff and have great teeth thanks to our dental plan. Sign up in the box. We already know where you live. Please note, Dental Plan only activates after two confirmed kills or one successful betrayal of a close friend or family member. Work for the desk, because history is written by the winners. Madeline led Harlan through a door marked employees only, then down a hallway to a large, plush room with a sofa and a desk. What the hell are you doing here? Frank sent me. So Frank knows I'm out. Guess that desk agent really is on our side. But wait, Frank sent you? The dumbass kid that almost got me busted? No, wait. That did get me busted. You. Well, I was already out in the real world. I knew I needed to find you. I had to make things right. It's been a crazy couple of days. It's been a crazy couple of days for you, has it? Did you spend almost 24 hours in a cell, get interrogated and have your loved ones threatened, then have to sneak out of desk headquarters only to hide as your boyfriend, who, by the way, must be losing his mind, is told no one has seen you? So that android is your boyfriend? Yes. And I had him sent away for his own good. The less he knows about where I am now, the safer he will be. I wish I could have sent you away. But now you're a part of this. Okay, well, I'm glad you escaped. Uh, Frank wants me to get to the rest of what you know and then update him. Well, I could tell you what I already know, but there's another piece of the puzzle we should get any minute now. From where? From who? From whom, young man? And I believe the answer is from me. Hello, Madeline. Hope your interrogation wasn't too rough. You could have avoided it entirely if you had trusted me, as you always have before. Well, well, Madam Connie, or should I say Chantel? I think you know why I had reason to doubt you. Yes, I was once known as Chantel Lemire, and yes, I was married to Arthur Lemire. The late Arthur Lemire. Not so late, though. No, I assure you, Arthur is quite dead. The man known as Arthur Lemire today is a desk agent playing a part. Also the man who killed him. So I was told. But I'm not sure. Okay, wait. Who is, or who was, Arthur Lemire? Specifically, what does he have to do with anything going on now? Honestly, Madeline, I didn't have you listed in my daybook as resistance collaborator plus one. Frank sent him. Oh, well, young man, Arthur Lemire was assassinated in Griffintown by the very organization he worked for, The Desk. 
They tried to blame it on the plan before deciding that it would be best if it never happened at all. So his killing was a dry run for the Cortez assassination? Well, it married exactly and happened just a few weeks earlier. Except for one thing. I never met Cortez, but my husband was a good man and a principled one. He was loyal to the desk, but always believed it was an organization that should help society, not rule it. He was on the verge of exposing certain of his associates that he felt were organizing a takeover, and then they shot him. A dry run? Maybe. When it comes to the blame game, but believe me, they wanted Arthur out of the way. But why didn't you tell everyone? Why didn't you tell me or Frank? The desk made me very comfortable. I got a new name, new life. I thought it could be a bigger help to everyone and respect Arthur's memory by using my position as a true patriot to assist the fight against the new imposed reality quietly, rather than scream what I know from the rooftops and end up like Arthur. Fine, but why didn't you tell me the whole story or tell Frank? Something Arthur said to me. He told me that if something happened to him, not to trust his supposed colleagues or their organized enemies. Which is why I've worked with both, but trusted none. Until now. Madeline, your heart is true. You will do what is right. And you, uh... Uh, Harlan. Harlan. I wasn't expecting you. Just don't screw this up. I won't, but where do we start? With the current... Arthur Lemire. Robbie. The Outside World is a radio drama produced by Silo Voice Studios in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, featuring the voice talents of Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto. Featuring original music by Patrick Gardner and Ronnie Mizrahi. Radio play written by Jason C. McLean from a story by Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto. Recorded by Patrick Gardner, edited by Jerry Gabriel. Music is owned by the respective creators and sound effects are licensed under Creative Commons. Story and production, copyright 2022, Silo Voice Studios. Follow us at Silo Voice Studios on Facebook and at Silo Voice on Twitter. Support us at patreon.com slash silovoice for exclusive content, merch, and more. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts or at silovoice.com. Join us for part six, Frank and Robbie.